Clinical Pearls, brought to you by Medicom Oncology. Welcome to Managing MDS. I'm Dr. Stuart Goldberg, and today I'm going to briefly discuss how to proceed with a patient who presents with idiopathic cytopenia of unknown significance, also known as ICUS. I think we've all seen patients in our office who come in with vague cytopenias, and we do the workup and we still don't have an answer. Many of these patients now fall into a category known as ICUS, idiopathic cytopenias of uncertain significance. And they're related diagnosis of CHIP, which stands for clonal hematopoiesis of indeterminate potential, and even the more aggressive but still vague one, clonal cytopenias of uncertain, undetermined significance, or CICUS. What are these three? Well, in, we know that, especially in elderly patients, about 10% of patients will present with anemia, and that a third of these patients we can't figure out. We've done the vitamin studies, we've, done, we've looked for autoimmune diseases, we've done for clonal studies, and we've even done a bone marrow and still don't have an answer. Idiopathic cytopenias of uncertain significance is that what we call those patients. And fortunately, most of those patients will end up sort of recovering on their own and over time actually will just drift away from the hematologists. So for most of us in those patients who've done a full workup and we don't find an answer, and that includes a full bone marrow evaluation, we can follow those patients every three to six months in the office. And if they are more have more significant cytopenias, we may want to follow them a little bit more, but that usually is just an observation. We also have a group of patients called CHIP where we've done cytogenetics or we've done molecular studies, next-gen sequencing. We may have found an abnormality that suggests that they might have a clonal problem, a TET2 mutation or something like that, but we still don't have an answer, and the cytopenias are not that, that bad in CHIP. So once again, we can follow those patients every three to six months, or maybe a little bit more frequently, because this group has a higher incidence of moving ahead to uh, a true hematologic malignancy. But once again, observations. The real group that we need to follow a little more closely is the clonal cytopenias of uncertain significance. These are patients who have meaningful cytopenias. They have low hemoglobins, low white counts, or late platelet counts, and yet the bone marrow does not yet show the dysplasia needed for MDS or some other hematologic malignancy, but we also found a molecular signal, a TET2, an AXL, something that really says, wow, this looks like a malignancy. But we still don't have enough to make a diagnosis, so once again, we don't treat these patients with chemotherapy. We follow them. Oh, these patients we may want to follow every one to two months in our office with blood counts because many of these patients, unfortunately, over the next year will end up having a diagnosis of MDS or some other hematologic malignancy. So that's how I approach my patients with vague cytopenias. I do the bone marrow. I do next-gen sequencing because we're going to find a lot of clonal molecular changes. And then depending on how bad their cytopenias is, how fast, I'll, how many times I'll see them. But if they have vague cytopenias and clonal abnormalities at the next gen, I want to really keep my eye on those patients because, unfortunately, they're the patients who are most likely to progress to a real disease. So thank you for listening. This is Dr. Stuart Goldberg for, M for Managing MDS. Thank you. Don't forget to subscribe to the Medicom Oncology podcast channel for more clinical pearls. And be sure to visit managingmds.com for more practice resources.